Long time no see. How are you doing? Yeah, long time. How's it? How's things? Good. You look older. <laughs> <laughs> so do I probably. <laughs> what are you up to today on the off day? Uh, not a whole lot. Just uh, had to go into the rink a bit this morning. That's about all. Okay, cool. Let's hop right into our rookie sensation. Calgary Flames forward Connor Zeri joins us now. Yeah, what's an off day look like for you in general? Uh, not a whole lot. Usually get up in the morning, kind of it's a lot slower pace, and then get out and do something during the day, what, no matter what it is, maybe run a couple errands or whatnot. But other than that, it's pretty, pretty slow pace compared to the other days. Is there a significant other in your life at this point, or are you rolling solo? Uh, yeah, I got. A, I have a girlfriend, and, and she's kind of back and forth through Saskatoon right now. So, gotcha. Before we talk hockey, uh, are you an NFL guy? You got any uh, Super Bowl pick for us, or anything about these weekend games you're gonna be watching? Ah, <laughs> uh, I like watching NFL. I, I watch quite a bit, but I don't really, don't really got a team or anything. So I'm kind of just more of a fan of the players and and one of those things. But uh, I don't know if I really have a pick. Uh, you have a favorite top. player. I'm, no, not really. Just kind of, I'm just kind of a fan of all the all the studs. Um, I kind of, kind of hoping Buffalo beats KC just to, to kind of get some new teams moving forward into the later rounds here. But that's about all I got for you. Okay, I like that answer. Great answer. Um, <laughs> let's talk about last night. You uh, appear to have tied the game, and your goal was called back. Um, just your thoughts on on the call and what it's like to score a huge goal and have it kind of taken back in that situation. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, I think I was talking about it a bit, and it's it's, uh, it's the first time that's happened to me, and and obviously it was it was really close, like one of those things that you couldn't really see with the naked eye. It barely touched off off Coleman's glove there. So that's always a tough one, especially it's it's never happened to me in my career before having a goal called back because of a a challenge like that. And um, it's obviously it sucks. It's not like it was just a first period goal where it's like, okay, we can kind of figure it out. It was just pretty late in the game and, and to tie it up, it sucks. You can't really can't really control it. And it's obviously uh pretty pretty unlucky that it ended up going off uh Colsey's glove, but it is what it is. Outside of the loss last night, how do you assess the season so far? Uh, why don't we start individually with you? Twenty two points in thirty five games in your rookie season. What can you say about your first year in the NHL? Yeah, it's it's been good so far. I think it's it's been a learning experience and, and there's been some ups and downs, but I think just trying to come to the rink every day and, and be consistent and, and try and learn from games before other guys or little video clips. I think just little things you can pick up on day to day and, and things to kind of improve your game. Obviously it's a it's a tough league and, and those are the best players in the world. So I think every day you can try and improve on something and and, and try and find something new to, to kinda move your game forward a bit. Are you still in the pinching yourself stage at all? I mean, is there any moments where you're just like, man, I'm living my dream here, finally, like I'm in the NHL, or can you not even think about that right now? Uh, for me, it's it's kind of just been uh, maybe a bit like that for the first couple of weeks, but now it's just kind of become hockey. I think um, once you get to that point where you realize you you can play and, and you can be here, and, and I think just makes you you kind of want more and it kind of makes you hungry, I think then, you know what, maybe it's the first time you have a bad game or something like that. It makes you uh, makes you want more and know you can do more and, and know you can and put more out there. So I think for me it's just kind of become um, sort of my life and, and wanting to kind of improve every day and, and not be satisfied with just being here. It's, it's trying to be here to, to be uh, the best player I can be. What's the highlight of the season been so far? 
Uh, I think probably, obviously the first game stuff was cool, but if not that, I'd say we had the dad's trip last week and, and that was pretty special for, for me and my dad and, and I'm sure everyone uh, and their dad and, and mentor or grandpa or brother, whoever was on the trip with them, it was pretty special. Your dad is Scott. I actually spoke to him yeah. years ago for a story. He's a, yeah. I believe. Yeah. What, any stories you can relay from him about what that experience was like for him or maybe you and him together kind of doing that together? Yeah, I know. I think it was just awesome overall. They had um, a couple alumni. They had Colin Patterson and, and Lanny McDonald kind of chauffeuring the dads around, taking them out and a, a boat around town and then taking to the games and stuff like that. And then just to, to have them around on the plane in the hotel and, and in the dressing room and at pregame skate and whatnot during the meetings and, and everything like that. That was pretty cool. And, and it's having to share with him. I think that's not something you get to, to do every day. And uh, it, it was definitely uh, pretty special. It's not something you get to do every day to play Connor <laughs> David in ice hockey. And that's you're right. that tomorrow, right? That's a battle of Alberta. Um, what, what's that like? What's it like to match up against Connor McDavid? Yeah, it's, it's he's obviously an all-world talent and 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 a special player. You see what he does out there day in day out, and um, yeah, uh, it's it's something you 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 can't really match up for. You just got to try and try and contain and and do whatever you can to make sure we stay to our structure and and every line's going and and we do our best to to keep him out of the game and. And I think that that goes for all those guys. You got the the McKinnons, the Kucherovs, and 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 all those guys who are top elite players that you can't really let into the game and or let them have a sniff. I you know you you, you last night you see you let give Matthews a couple couple inches and he has three goals. So um, it's uh, it's one of those things where you just gotta try try and contain. And and for us, I think the more we can play in the offensive zone and, and pressure them to to defend us is, is, is what stops those guys from, from doing what they want to do. So I think that's uh, what we can do. Yeah. And, and guys like Pedersen with the Canucks, I wanted to ask you about the Canucks. Um, are you surprised? I mean, a lot of people are surprised with where they are. I mean, are, are you surprised at all with, with um, their team and, and where they are in the standings? I, I think, I don't think I'd, I'm surprised. I think you, you kind of, um you come to the year everyone analysts whatnot uh, has their own predictions but a lot of times it just comes down to how groups start to gel and sometimes that happens right from the start of season sometimes it happens midway season and and sometimes it clicks right away so i think sometimes it's not just looking at a team on paper and saying oh they got the best team they're going to win the stanley cup i think it's looking inside the locker room to what type of guys are around and and not just speaking for the Canucks in general, but I think any good winning winning team, winning culture, you, you have kind of a brotherhood inside the locker room and and guys who want to be there and, and win every game and and that's what you want to try and build. And obviously that's the Canucks have, have had success in the first half of the season and 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 they're obviously a really good team. So I think that just kind of goes towards any any winning team, any winning culture, what what every every team tries to build to be a Stanley Cup contender. That's what you need. Cool. Just wanted to switch gears to the Blazers. A few Blazers questions. You can be on your way. Um, Sounds good. Harking back first, 2018-19. That, for me, is when you really announced yourself 17-year-old season. The end of that season, those games against PG, yourself and Jermaine and Garand. And that was kind of like the rekindling of the love affair with the Blazers and this city, too. And that, that play-in game. What do you remember about that time of your career? 
Yeah, I think uh, our first year we we were we were pretty up and down, and we weren't totally consistent. And and uh, I remember that we missed the playoffs and and everything like that. And I think it was it was kind of time to to turn that around. And and I think we started to to figure that out in the next year and and moving forward. And and obviously, um, at the end of that second year, being able to play in those meaningful games and then that play in game was was pretty crazy. That's something that doesn't happen very often, where where two teams are playing in a winner takes all one game to make it into the playoffs, and and it being Camus versus Kelowna is, <laughs> is another cherry on top. So uh, I remember that game being being pretty cool and and pretty special and and something that y'all remember forever, just because it it never really happens. But um, yeah, I think that then moving forward from that year i think those last two years my 18 and 19 year old year we obviously had exceptional teams with exceptional talent and and high-end goaltending and coaching and whatnot and and we were probably ready to make some damage in in the postseason if not be a team competing to win it all in those both those years so obviously it was pretty tough the the way that my junior career kind of went and ended like that with COVID and everything. And and that sucks. I never really got to play that out, especially with the teams we had in those last two years. But um, it's something that you I'll cherish forever is being able to be part of the city of Kamloops and part of the Blazers. Well, that was my next question. I wanted to, not the bubble season, the season before that, when you guys were rolling and then the pandemic hit and you got cut off. How good was that team? I mean, looking back now, how good was that team and how much damage could you have done, do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, we're we're unreal. I think we we were, we were so good and and we were so deep. I think we even Stanky. I think was starting. We started that season playing on the third line or whatever. So I think that shows just how deep we were to to kind of start that uh, that year in junior and obviously how our team grew and how we were adding at the deadline and and whatnot and. And then for it to kind of all come to an abrupt close, I think we were right near the top of the Western Conference when everything ended. So, um, yeah, that was that was definitely a tough one, especially, you know, we we were winning the BC division. We we were ready to to go on those long runs, but it just didn't end up happening. Anybody in particular you think about as far as coaches that helped your game a lot when you were here? Anybody stand out in particular? Yeah, I think all those guys helped me a ton obviously in my last two years with with clue were were huge and and the little things he taught me and and just more towards kind of uh mentoring me to become a pro hockey player and what it was going to take and and how i had to play not so much just like the days in the, the days out it was the little things the little details that i need to take to to play at the next level and I think he was huge for showing me that and then I think just having those other guys around like Chris Murray and, and stuff like that I think he was there all my years and the little tips he had brought to me and, and always showed me and just talked to me and and just being around and being a good guy and funny and and I think those those two guys for sure helped me a ton and and then especially you know you got Toledo he's been there forever and and he's a guy I know that's that's kind of a little you wouldn't think but he, he taught me a lot of things and having him around I think that made my junior career uh even better and, and even more special just uh getting to become friends with friends with him and, and always having him around and uh just you know it's it's one of those guys you may not 
uh, may not see, he's not going to be in the headlines, but he's always a guy in the background making things better. So um, I'd say those, those guys always help me. And obviously everyone else that, that was around always, always was there to me to support me and, and make me a better player. Yeah, speaking of friends, last one before I let you go, Kyrell Sopatek, you were are one of his best friends, and we all know what happened, but I want to ask you about what's happened since then with him. I mean, last summer he goes and wins three gold medals um, at the Canadian Track and Field Championships. What can you say about um, his journey, and and what do you make of what he's done since the accident? Yeah, he's obviously, he's he's the same person, right? And, and nothing's really changed, and he's always been such an amazing athlete i forget who i was talking to this uh about uh, a little bit ago but he's always been such an amazing athlete no matter what it was growing up so you knew he's gonna do great things and, and he has been doing great things and um those gold medals and, and everything he's doing with the track stuff and the basketball and and everything like that is it's been pretty cool to to kind of see from afar and um just know that that he's always gonna be doing great things and and uh that's pretty cool to see Awesome. Well, who, who's your billet family? Did you have one billet family when you were here? Yeah, I was with uh, Les and Val Davidson when I was there the, the whole time. Okay. Lucky guy. All right, yeah. man. Thanks a lot for taking the time. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks for having me.